Dictator! Super Society is in your podcast! So, you ready for bringing in our most amazing, our most blazing, our most slap your mama so good podcast co host in the building? Yeah! Let's give it up! Wait, what was my notes? I forgot. What's his name again? Uh, I don't know. It's Spooky. Charles? Spooky yeah, Spooky oh. Charles. Spooky Charles in the building! You there? There we go. Goofy Wrestling Full Life. What's up, everybody? This is Suplex Society, the podcast where we do very bad Uso impressions and talk about wrestling. So, uh, I am your host. I'm your host, Metal. That's our co-host, Charles, a.k.a. Spooky James. What's up, guys? Your boy, Charles, I guess. (laughs) And our baby-faced host, Tater Tot. Hello, Tater. Hello. Thank you for for plus-wanting me on that. You're Uh, welcome. Yeah, what a week of wrestling, though, right? First of all, I want to talk about what the fuck that was, all right? I was trying to do, like, the Usos thing. You know how the... Listen, it's hard to do it on the spot, okay? You couldn't have been like, like, Duplex Society is now in your city. Did I that, said that. Did you? I, 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 as soon as y'all messed up my name, I was like, Golden Retriever, I just matched the energy. I don't there know what else go. going. Aw, yeah. Golden Retrievers. Hell yeah. No, she's a fucking pit bull. You know what? She's more of a chihuahua. She... Tater does have more chihuahua energy, I think. Oh, I agree with that. You know what? You were just my friend like a minute ago, Metal, and then all of a sudden you're like siding with Charles now. Just throwing it away. Uh, Wow. What's up, guys? Matt Charles. Matt Charles. Is that a person? I don't know. (laughs) I was going with Matt for a second. (laughs) Matt Charles is a very, very Uh, close second. Good job. Yeah, Matt Charles, next, next, you know. WWE champion. <laughs> look, look out for me. Alright, I'm taking down he the wears flip-flops. Yes, we know. I'm wearing slides right now. I am wearing slides. I am wearing the prophecy slides. has but, spoken. Yeah, you know, my feet my feet on fire. The little chemical. Oof. Making all that meth. <laughs> That's my real job. Dishwasher during the dip morning. Meth. I night. swear to God, if our houses get raided because you're have <laughs> an idea of a joke, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. <laughs> So oh, hard. Oh my god. I hope it does. It's gonna be hilarious. Kind of. Beat your ass. Oh my god. Oh so god. much. I it. All right. Well, guess what? Welcome to Suplex Society. Let's get into the news. The news. The news this week. Yeah. Uh, the only. I have a couple of like social media bits Ooh, right, that were that, kind of the news. only thing that was, you know, I found worth talking about. That news. Um, Drew McIntyre blacked out his Twitter account. Did we talk about this last week? Right. Okay. So the, that was actually, you know, this goes into the follow-up, which is what I was really going to talk about is that Becky Lynch did the same thing, which was worrying for a minute before it was absolutely confirmed that she did in fact just have an ankle injury and she is recovering from that. And I just kind of worked it up because she has a whole plot line with Lita. So it was, as they call it a work, they were working it. They're working that angle that she's just not going to be back for a minute to pretend like, you know, she's feuding with WWE over um, Tristratus. So Becky Lynch is okay. She's she's blacked out her Twitter profile, but there's nothing bad going on with her and WWE. So that's good to hear. Yeehaw. But yeah, so I mean, just to cover again, Drew McIntyre had blacked out his like whole Twitter profile. He removed all references to WWE from it. And I think there's still not been much uh, coming out of that. Like, I haven't heard any follow-ups that he's okay with wwe or if he's possibly looking to break away from his contract uh becky lynch however is uh signed up till 2024 so she's not going there's that i look pretty i feel like that's new yeah that's news kind of wild though 2024 Mm -hmm. the last time oh yeah that's true it's not that long and of course you know with the upcoming draft i think there's there's just a lot of talk a lot of nothing substantial but a lot of people going back and forth about Who's going to be where? Who's going to have what contracts coming up? The draft is next week, so we'll be covering that. See how it goes. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll see Matt Charles there, huh? Yeah, I'll be there. Matt Charles, show up at the draft. 
Yeah, look for the blonde mohawk. I'll be me and Solo just hanging out. We'll go to the same bar whenever. Solo. Speaking of Solo, do we want to talk about WWE Raw from April 17th, Monday? Uh, yes. Holy shit. What an episode. That was a wild episode. Uh, so we opened with the Usos and the Bloodline bringing out Judgment Day for a talk. I was surprised. Oh my god, so to see Jimmy, Jay, Solo, and Paul Heyman waiting in the ring as all of Judgment Day showed up and stood at them, like, line against line, was, oh! Oh my god! Oh, I was so excited. It was so awesome. Uh, Paul Heyman working it as he does, saying stuff like, uh, yeah, we're getting into some villainry. <laughs> Basically <laughs> saying... We're all the bad guys here, so let's do some bad guy shit, and I fucking loved it. Nate, uh, he also said, like, if there's a heaven, none of us are getting in. So he's just <laughs> he's just really milking it. I love that. I love that line so much. I, I, I laughed so hard. I was just like, that is... Do you know what would be really funny? Is if they would have had Judgment Day in the ring, and then, like, they had, like, they just stood there very awkwardly for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be perfect. I don't know. That just popped in my head. Oh, man. Uh, another great anyway. moment is um, so Solo Sokoa and Rhea Ripley were giving each other laser eyes so bad. And Paul Heyman even kind of noticed while he was doing his whole speech. And he stopped and was like, uh, are we okay? And he looked at Jim Jay and was like, hey, Jay, could we could you switch with him, please? <laughs> Trying to like get Solo to cool off on Rhea. Uh, and Jay Oh, he did. He did this like hand gesture, like which to me was right out of a comedy movie. It was incredibly funny. Jay is such a good performer. I love him. I, I think I want to see him in like movies and TV shows. Oh, he does man. like this. He does this like switch with me kind of like silent, like switch with me gesture. And Solo does. And like without missing a beat with no uh, cue at all, Finn Balor takes a step back so that Rhea Ripley can move up the line and still lock eyes with Solo Sokoa. Oh, so even Finn Balor is also just killing it quietly, like with these awesome. Oh, I love it. Oh, perfect, dude. Oh, dude, I love every minute. I was just like, are they about to fight? Yeah. It's so (laughs) tense. Oh, Oh, man. Fucking Rhea Ripley, dude. It's just wild. Oh, dude. That's probably, honestly, my favorite. It's been my favorite role. I'd be so into this if Solo and Rhea had had a wind. And then Dom gets, like, thrown in the wind, too. I don't know. Do, I don't know. He has to be a heel somewhere else all of a sudden. That'd be great. I'm into this. That'd be wild. That'd be uh, but uh, of course, the reason Paul Heyman had called this sort of like the two heel factions to a super, super villain meeting. to a super villain meeting was to kind of trade enemies for a minute for whatever reason. The idea was that Bloodline would have a match against the Latino World Order and Judgment Day would go fight and take care of the Sami Zayn, Matt Riddle, and Kevin problem. Uh, That'd be wild. So that's, I mean, that's exactly what happened. I love this. This is such a great way, one, to shake up the matches, because we've. I think we've seen Judgment Day and Latino World Order fight t- time and time again. We've seen uh, the Bloodline and the rest of the of Sami and Kevin fight over and over and over. So this is a good way to shake it up and... um get just some more faces interacting that we don't see usually, which I love. I was so excited. This was such a great, great thing to do for a raw. Wait till I, till, till I start. <laughs> oh yeah. So we opened up there very, I think it, this cut right into the fight. It was solo Sokoa versus Ray Mysterio in a one-on-one. You know, I'm, I'm saying this right now. I don't know what it is about WWE. They are not respecting LWO for shit. No, I think in the end uh, it got, it went, you, you know, as it usually does. Solo Sokoa fought him. It was a good fight, but in the end, Usos came and distracted. And El Ray, uh, yeah, Ray Mysterio specifically loses. The LWO come to save him, but the Bloodline kind of beat them up pretty good. Um, Solo gave Ray a one and or a solo spike, and then the Usos gave him a one and done. So Ray Mysterio is beat up pretty bad. And, you know, LWO chased them off, but it looks like the Bloodline are holding up their end of the bargain. Not gonna lie, Bloodline has grown on me over the last (laughs) couple weeks. Like, yeah, they are. Like, I don't know. Like, I was just like, I wasn't kind of sure of them. Because, like, I do love my boy, Kevin Owens. 
But it's just like, they have grown on me and I like them too. They are all my boys. I'm just turning into just adoptive member of everyone in the WWF for Dominic. I'll be the deadbeat mom. <laughs> That's so guess ago. what? What? I have I tried to make a song. Oh no. I think I chose the wrong song. Uh oh. I chose the Bad Touch by Bloodhound Gang because I have a oh. couple of lines. My God. Uh, but there's so many words in that song. It's so hard to come up with rhymes and meter. I, I, I bit off more than I could chew, but I have a couple of lines. So here, here's the opening. Cheat, baby, cheat. That's how heels get the pin. The Usos jump in all the time with the automatic win. All right. That's the opening part. And then the chorus is. You and me, JD ain't nothing but villains, so let's team up and take down Matt, Sammy, and Kevin. Hit it again now. So that's all I got. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. I, yo, yo I, when do we get an album? That's what I want. Yeah. We need I don't want to admit album. how much time I tried to do the rest of that song, and I did not come up with anything. <laughs> oh, my God. 10 out of 10. Thank love you. It. Uh, moving on with the show, though, uh, we get a little backstage bit. Where Alpha Academy and Maxine are just annoying Adam Pierce. I wrote the O's are silent. I don't know what that was. <laughs> like, okay, anyways. And then our first fight, our next fight was Bianca and Dakota Kai. Woo! Um, Bianca is obviously an athletic star. Dakota Kai, I think, is a little underrated, so I'm glad they're giving her a little bit of time here. I don't think this was actually like a fight for the title, as far as no, I know. I don't think right. it was. I know uh I know uh, Bailey did not look all that happy for her friends. She's she's not very supportive of her friends lately. It's not a good look for Bailey. We'll see where. It, I hope it leads to something. I hope it's not just Bailey, poor Bailey, like being mean, you know, for no reason. Oh, they start a few. I, I would hope they at least start a few. That would be interesting to watch. But if it's just gonna be like Bailey's angry, so they have to follow up. Uh, but yeah, so um, Bianca tried to give her a KOD, but Dakota sort of like wiggled out of it. And like did this cool drop kick, but in the end, Bianca managed to catch her again and actually hit it and got the win. Boom! Uh, Dakota Kai walks away with a loss, as opposed I'm, to Io Sky, who had a victory before. I was very surprised about how well she matched. She did great. Uh, yeah, you know, I him. Yeah. I'm him very much a fan after. This. I I think it's interesting to be showing off damage control, at least the rest of damage control. Because I think Bailey gets a lot of uh, attention, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of them are still very toned, so that's cool. Bailey, however, is getting sidetracked. Maybe to be a man. Ooh, I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. She could be <laughs> Bailey Heyman. <laughs> uh, so we we go backstage where Judgment Day is kind of hanging out, and Paul Heyman comes to let them know, like, huh? Hey, we did our, we did what we said. To, and Finn's uh, review of that yeah. is, eh. <laughs> and Paul Heyman's like, eh, eh. It was really great. It's funny. It was, oh, it was amazing. Oh, I love it. So Heyman lets them know, like, hey, listen, we did our end of the bargain. You got to keep up your end of the bargain. You do not want to have a debt to the bloodline. So they're still building up this tension between Judgment Day and the bloodline, even if they are they're in a very rocky alliance. It's great. I love it. Uh, I think Rhea Ripley just says bye, Paul, to like tell him to fuck off, which is great. Yeah, Rhea Ripley definitely. Hell yeah, she's the sad. most. She's the. I think she's got the best mic uh, experience here. She really does. I don't know. Finn Balor's really. I feel like I've been seeing a lot out of him lately. Damian Priest has been uh, kicking it up a notch. Yeah, we have more to, Dom- to say about him later. Dominic had. Oh, I don't know. Dominic is. He's just not a leader of the Judgment Day, but he also works the mic like a motherfucker, and mm. just like the being the most sniveling little heel that I love to see. That's great. He's really good at being like the trash talker. Mm-hmm. But he just hides behind everybody. He's like, "Yeah, I scared you," and then he hides. <laughs> yeah, we go do nothing. I love that he that like carries over into the ring. He manages to pull that off. Where he'll do it like maybe a couple of moves, but he's like, "Oh no, I'm not." Come bring this home, like Damien. Get in <laughs> <laughs> our next segment. Uh oh, Cody Rhodes shows up in a cutoff hoodie and his full ass wrestling gear, not a suit, so you know he's ready for action. And he starts calling out Brock Lesnar. Uh, Brock Lesnar not show up instead. It was Adam Pierce who came out and said, You can't do this, Cody. You're not medically cleared. He repeatedly said that you're not medically cleared. Please stop. He wanted to make sure we knew he wasn't. Mm-hmm. 
Which Cody has been uh, holding his uh, his sides, his rib cage, pretty much nonstop since we've seen him get beat up by Brock Lesnar. All of a sudden, this man, re- my boy, wrestle with a fucking torn, you know, what torn like bicep, uh, pec, pec. Yeah, you, man, man, get out of here. I, I can't believe he's hurt. <laughs> you don't believe it? Because <laughs> that's fair. When you've seen him wrestle through like a a real horrifying injury, you're like, oh, so he has a he has a story, a storyline injury that we're supposed to pretend is real. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right, sure. Uh, but Cody is very angry. He kind of throws a bit of a tantrum. He gets a chair. They bring out a ton of security to try to like rein him in, but he starts beating the crap out of security like it's a video game, and he has to take care of all the the little mobs. It's it was kind of funny to be honest. He was just beating up a bunch of like little guys who have five HP at the most. Yeah, it was just beating him up with a chair. Um, and eventually, Brock Lesnar did come out looking full ass fucking cowboy Undertaker, <laughs> duster and his cowboy hat uh, to. To kind of taunt Cody, but uh, you know, I think uh, all that happens is Adam Pierce just was like, "It's okay, just calm down, Cody. I will make it official. It, we are going to have you and Brock at Backlash. It's going to happen." Yo, can we talk about the that one thing before that happened though, where he ran and tried to jump? Yeah, he. Out his ass. I was like, Yo, "What the fuck?" Ooh, you know, I kudos to Brock. Brock knows how to like play it cool when he has to play it cool because Cody was two feet away from him. Brock did not blink because he knew all the security would come and mob Cody, which they did. They grab him mid jump and drag him all the way back to the ring. And they start beating ass. Yeah, but Cody had activated rage mode and he beat the shit out of everybody. All of the security. (laughs) Uh, Eventually got the mic. Oh, it was great. And he's like, Brock Lesnar, I hang around cowboys my whole life. You're not a cowboy. You're a coward. I thought you were going to call him cow shit. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Which is a corny line, but I think uh, Cody Rhodes pulls off the corny good guy thing so well that even in this, like, angry temper tantrum, I think he was he was just great. I love it. I'm all, I'm all for it. I vote with, uh... You know what, you know what I think, Bill? Hmm. I, I want, uh, Hangman Adam Page. Him and Brock Lesnar to start a cowboy. You want Hangman Adam Page from AEW to start a cowboy faction with Brock Lesnar? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I would be so there for that. Oh my god! I'd be like, let me go buy a cowboy hat. I'm all about that. All about that cowboy shit. Oh, I love that. There's that one promo they did with Dark Order where they showed everybody like in like a they show all the profile shots, but in the background they have like their shadow, and everybody's shadow has like a cowboy hat where they don't have a cowboy hat in the in the profile shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like who? Why, who's out here doing artful promo videos for AEW because they're nailing it? Oh, yeah, they don't need. Right. They don't need to be doing that. But that's awesome. I love, I love it. it. I'm all. I'm all for. Yeah. I'm all for Brock Cowboy. I love it. <laughs> oh, do you remember the next fight? It was The Miz and Seth freaking Rollins. I was less. I was less. Here's the thing. I am not a huge fan of either i think i'm at this point i'm kind of possibly more a fan of the miz than i am of seth rollins because seth rollins makes me cringe a lot when he gets the mic and like the miz the miz at least plays like the annoying like douchebag in a funny way that i'm at least entertained when he gets the mic and there was no build-up at all to this no. fight the last time we saw seth rollins was when he had that weird moment on raw after wrestlemania where he just came out did his oh and then went went home yeah just <laughs> still i love that so much it was so funny uh but there was just no build up i don't maybe there's not build up necessary i feel like these guys have such a history that it's like oh they want to fight yeah they have a fight and it was a good fight they're professionals i, I like seth rollins in the ring more than i like him on the mic uh it was a lot of fun yeah you're a lot of them that match was, was good. I was just like, not hyped. Yeah, I was just like, oh, these guys again? I don't know. But at the same time, they pulled off a very enjoyable Man, match. Yeah. yeah, and very I'm, technical, I'm, I'm, skilled match. I was very hyped. Like, oh, hell yeah. yeah, by the end of it, we're like, Ooh, let's go. Uh, we have Seth Rollins doing like three dives out of the ring. Because that's what we do in oh, 2023 was... wrestling. Yep. <laughs> we just dive. Dive out of the ring. Hell yep. yeah, we do. So I'm just yep. going over my notes to try to remember all the different moves and see which ones are worth talking about. 
Rollins got thrown into the timekeepers area at one point. The announcers were making fun of them and even made a reference saying like, oh, I'm just Stadler and Waldo for over here. And I was like, oh, shit, someone else makes Muppet references. It's not me. So that was exciting. Hey, why don't you do the next segment? (laughs) Swedish chef there, metal. We're going to talk about this next. No, I'm not going to do that. That would be unlistenable. But in the end, uh, Seth freaking Rollins hit the Miz with this like really dope like super suplex. And then even after he hit the super suplex, he still got up and gave him another suplex and then a par- and a curb stomp and he got to the win. So Seth freaking Rollins walks away with the wind. At the same time, there's no story to this match. I've heard no follow up. I've heard no there was no build up to it. It was just oh, and then Seth freaking Rollins fought the Miz. OK, it's a good filler. It was it was great filler for sure. Uh, we go backstage. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle are backstage talking strategy about how to take down uh, Judgment Day because they're going to be fighting Judgment Day tonight. And uh, Matt Riddle is like, "Like, hey man, listen, you know how uh, Solo has the Solo spike and he like wraps his thumb? What if I uh, take some bandage and I wrap up my toe and I'll give him the bro toe? Oh, and- God. <laughs> and I think. Uh, Kevin Owens was being kind of a little bit of an asshole. He's but in a very funny way. He's like, "Are you kidding? Okay, yeah, great, Broto." He said, "Broto, Sammy, are you kidding me? Leave the thinking to us." It was really funny. And uh, but Matt Riddle kind of like laid him down on him. He's like, "No, no, listen. I know I'm joking, but I'm here. I'm serious. I see what you do. I have to do it too. This, we have to get at the bloodline, man. I know what they did to my career, so I'm not letting it go." And it was like, "Whoa, oh shit!" Matt Riddle got all serious and. At the wow. end of it, we, we walk away with Kevin Owens going like, told you you should listen to him. So very funny. Very funny bits. Great. Yeah, listen to him and his bro toe. Tater, how do you feel about Matt? I like him. I think that he reminds me of a, I don't even know, like, I want to say a cheesy frat bro, but one of the, like, I don't know. Like, he's just like one of those weird ones that wouldn't quite blend in with it, but he got the bro energy. I just, I vibe with it. And then the He's, weirdness of him just running up in his bare feet. 10 out of 10. <laughs> he was more of a, like a hacky sack um, <laughs> golf. Oh, uh, yeah. Fris- Frisbee golf, bro. Then he is like a yeah, well, popped like, collar polo, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that uh, the co- I guess to preface the college I went to was very country. So the frat bros were like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to a preppy school. Okay, I redact my statement. It's a country frat, bro. <laughs> I didn't think of the polos because, like, I'm just like, I never experienced that. The ones that I experienced were like, you know, red solo cups and like bong and having a beanie in like 95 degree weather. Sick. That's not like something I'll do. I'd wear a beanie. Honestly, listen, I sweat so much that, like, at a certain point, a beanie is not to keep me warm. It's just to like soak up. Yeah, yeah. That's how I live my life. I've done that multiple times. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm a horrible person. All right. Yeah, I wore a beanie once to work. (laughs) Our next fight was Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory, which was another fight with no build up at all. It was just it was just suddenly happening, right? Like I it was took me by surprise a little bit. I was for it. I'm here for it. Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory are both this sort of like highly decorated wrestler vibes. Um, I was only a little bit taken back because I was looking forward to seeing Bobby Lashley fight Bronson Reed a little bit more. Oh, yeah. I uh, I didn't think he... I didn't have really big hopes for this match. No? Hmm. Bobby Lashley got Austin Theory in what the announcers called a gator roll. Gator baby? <laughs> Which it should be called the death roll, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. When, 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 when I get like does it and it's it's a death roll not so when i heard i remember i called that shit out too when i heard it i was like that's a death roll the fuck are you talking about uh, thank you like, for our correspondent from florida uh what florida man here <laughs> um bobby lashley put austin theory in a hurt locker but austin theory knows where his refs are because he bit his way out of that one and uh, you know got no comeuppance from the ref oh i loved it he managed to get Lashley in a headlock for a long time, and it was oh, really ha- taking a toll on Bobby Lashley. I was very surprised. Came out. Yeah, you could see like Lashley was struggling with it for a while. Um, Theory obviously is very 
good at his technical skills. He kind of knew how to put the pressure in just the right places so that he kept Bobby Lashley from hitting the rope. Eventually, Lashley did manage to just like grab his arms and just pry his way out of it. And Theory just jumped down and like cut his knee out from under him and then got him in another headlock on the ground. So he took like his legs out from under him. It was really, really well done out of Austin Theory. Minimal cheating necessary to get to get a really good um, advantage on Bobby Lashley for quite a while. Yeah, I was very I did not expect. But eventually he did roll up and kind of like I think he was going for a sort of a diving clothesline. But instead, Bobby Lashley caught him and put him into the hurt locker. But then all of a sudden, Bronson Reed comes out and interferes. So I think this match was called because of yeah. interference. Uh, Bronson Reed came out. He was got into a fight with Bobby Lashley. I think at this point, Austin Theory was sort of like, you know, keeping it a low, low profile. Like, <laughs> I'm not getting the middle of these two. But eventually, as um, Lashley is trying to put Bronson Reed, the, the unhurt lockerable man, into a hurt locker. Austin Theory actually came back and did a drop kick to Bobby Lashley's head. Oh, dude, I fucking loved it. Putting him down a little for a little while, giving Bronson Reed enough time to hit him with the tsunami. So, oof, we're getting we're getting some good heat out of out of all three of these guys, uh, and I think they are confirmed to be in a three way fight at Backlash. That's going to be awesome. What the? Oh uh, well, <laughs> Austin Theory's dead. <laughs> Oh, he'll just cheat and he'll just lay low and make sure like the other two. He's gonna be yeah, they're so gonna be like Gunter. Yeah, they're gonna be Godzilla and King Kong. He's gonna <laughs> be uh let them fight and he I don't know, we'll see how it goes. He's just gonna he's gonna wait till one of his special drop him out of the ring, roll up. So I think uh Spooky, you said you weren't expecting much out of this match. How'd you feel about it afterwards? I was honestly very surprised with Andre. I was like, like, damn, that man can wrestle. Mm-hmm. And then I, I look, he laughed hard when he dropped, when he came back in the ring and dropped, kicked him in the back of the head. I was just like, the <laughs> fuck? What the hell, man? And I was like, of course, of course, I was three with drop kick the fuck out. You know, how to pick his, his moments of opportunity, like when he, you know, when he beat John Cena at WrestleMania by getting just a perfectly timed low blow. Yeah, that, I'm going to be honest, that match was very difficult. Yeah, I wasn't expecting a whole lot of that match to begin with, and it was still. Kind of... I was expecting, I was expecting more to be honest. I think I enjoyed this match. I think I enjoyed Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley more than I enjoyed yeah. John Cena and WrestleMania. Yeah, I know it was fucking wild. Yeah, so he did honestly. He did really good. It made me more more excited to see what uh, Austin. Did. Uh, so our next segment is Trish Stratus coming out and letting the world know what she's about. And she came out to say that she apparently tanked Becky Lynch's tag team championship on purpose, which is weird. Uh, something about how she is like the reason women's wrestling exists. She said that before her, it was a joke, uh, which is fair, honestly. Um, but Becky Lynch never gave her like a good thank you, a good enough thank you. She was very ungrateful. So she apparently attacked Lita put her in a local medical facility and lost Becky the title. <sighs> she called Becky a joke and made fun of her accent. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll be honest. The more I was like listening to her talk, I was just like, uh, I was, I was uh, yeah, I got, I got a little bored from this too. Even the, even the audience stopped wetting Trish Stratus, I think. Cause they're like, are you done yet? Yeah. It's like the 60th time. What? <laughs> After a little while, they're like, yeah, what? Yeah, okay. What? Huh? Okay. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm hoping there's not a Trish Stratus. Yeah, I I don't know. I think putting Trish in the ring is the wrong way to go. I don't mind seeing her be a heel, but she doesn't make for interesting wrestling. I think if she gets some kind of crony, like if she, I don't know, backs up Ronda Rousey, to fight Becky Lynch for her for some reason, something like that. I think we could see some something interesting happening. But yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this. This all seems kind of weird. And Trish Stratus isn't the person to follow up a wrestling storyline to me. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. You know how I felt bored. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Because nothing happened. This whole she just came out, said it was me, and then left. Um, we do know Becky Lynch is. Uh, recovering from an injury 
So that's why, obviously, if she had been in the building, it'd be weird to let Trish Stratus go and smack talk her for about five to ten minutes without saying anything. So, okay. I, I rather, I honestly re- feel like I'd rather turn on. You know, I feel like that would have been more interesting. You want to see Lita turn on? That would be more interesting because Lita has more physicality to back it up and lead to a good yeah, long running like, feud. Trish seems like she needs a lot with her standing. But what's that movie she does? I don't know. It's sort of a Hurricane Rana, but worse. Uh, every time I see it, my yeah. So it it doesn't help hold up with I think uh, modern wrestling, especially modern women's wrestling, which is ironic because I at the same time I don't think she's wrong for saying like yeah before me women's wrestling sucked and it's like yeah yeah they did but um it's way better now I don't know if... okay anyways I, I agree I feel like wrestling now is a few like women's wrestling now is honestly a lot of times. Speaking of which, our next fight, we had uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan come out in their finest formal wear as the tag team champions because they were there to spectate on our fight of Michine and Candice LeRae versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. The Karen. The Karens. Karen and Sharon. There was an interview on The Bump where Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez just kept referring to them as Karen and Sharon. We also had a little uh, appearance by Nikki Cross, who was apparently still stalking Candice LeRae. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, okay, yeah. Candice was, like, very confused. Happening. I haven't seen Nikki Cross since, like, weeks before WrestleMania, so obviously she's still around. Yeah, still doing the same stalking. Um, Michine and but Candice LeRae and Michine are very good. Michine has a lot of really cool physicality, and we, could, we saw uh, Chelsea and Sonya's team were kind of falling apart a little bit you can tell where they weren't tagging each other at the right time and they weren't quite hitting it as well so i like that they're kind of showing that this this tag team either even though they're very good and they do manage to get the win they're still not like perfectly in line with each other because they're just kind of angry <laughs> they're both just karens which is great but i do love them i think they're a good opponent to um raquel rodriguez and Liv morgan and at the end uh chelsea threw a cup full of water at, at Liv Morgan's face and Liv Morgan started uh, losing her shit. It was great. Great uh, Mean Girls moment. Yeah, I, I do like the instigation of the Karens. It says it cracks me. Oh, it's awesome. It's it. hilarious. I'm all, I'm all here for it. Our next fight was the Street Profits versus. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is not a fight. This was just backstage. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Street Profits talking with Elias and Boogs. They're all talking about the draft. And, you know, worried about who goes where. I guess they kind of tease that, like, oh, even the tag teams might get split up here. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? And then uh, I forget the the name of the, the Japanese guy. James, uh, do you remember? Uh, not so Baron Corbin comes out and there was the other wrestler, Japanese wrestler. And he sort of says, no one wants you. And I thought those were Nakamura. Nakamura? Who was it? You're, it was not Shinsuke Nakamura. I have no idea. I will follow up. Later. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but then we go to our actual fight. We have the Usos making fun of the the LWO, <laughs> and then Judgment Day comes out to fight uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle. And we did this funny thing where like we weren't like I think it started off with like Sammy and um and Dom, but Dom immediately tags out. Damian Priest and then Sammy immediately tags out Matt Riddle. So like there was a lot of like tag dancing. They were like, who's here? Who's not? You know, which is very funny because it goes to it just shows like like Dom's character that he's just like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to beat you up. Get him. <laughs> like he's he's not part of this. Ooh, I'm all for it. Uh, but they have a good fight. At one point, Rhea clotheslines Kevin Owens outside of the ring. I was, which was, I was like, why was it me? <laughs> Get him on me, please. Yeah. I, think, I think we said that too on the, the call. Oh, man. Oh, uh, dude, we said hard as fuck for her. Anytime she's on screen, <laughs> like, I don't even care if it's somebody I like getting her. I'm like, oh, well, she can't do any wrong. But yeah, event, you know, Matt Riddle actually really holds his own really well. He's the one that kind of helps out when Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens get into a bind. I think because Kevin Owens has been getting bullied outside the ring, and Sami Zayn has been being uh kept from getting a tag so he's on his last legs when they finally managed to get matt riddle in there he goes and beats up all of judgment day until damon priest shows up and he tries kicking he tries like doing like a 
you know, an exchange of kicks with Damian Priest. Unfortunately, Damian Priest is uh, approximately eight feet tall. Bro, dude is giant. So exchanging kicks is not a good idea. Bro, that man's whole ass leg is like a tree. Could he, like, even reach Damien Priest's ankle? Like, damn. I don't know, dude. Giant. Yeah, and it really shows when he does, like, these big kicks, because he's he just sends people, like, flying out of the ring. <laughs> he, has, yeah. he has so much coverage. It's wild. Dude, that man can jump out from, from, like, the bottom of the fucking floor over the top of the damn ring. Dude. Like, he, I feel like he's, like, what I like to see when it comes to, like, big guys. Mm-hmm. Like he, they're biggest. He's big as hell, but he's also very athletic. For sure. Damian Priest versus Obas. Let's go. Oh Jesus! Ooh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, look at that. Uh, so I think Rhea keeps interfering. She pushes Sammy off of a turnbuckle, and I think Sammy takes a rope between his legs. Ouch. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember thinking, damn. Uh, and actually, she gets ejected. The the ref is like, "You're out of here." Oh uh, yeah, man. That's a lot. And eventually we get like a follow-up of, you know, Kevin does a stunner, uh, Sammy does a Hlova kick, and Matt Riddle does a really sweet twisting senton and gets the pin. I think it was on, on Finn Balor. I do not recall. I think, but, yeah. I think it was yeah. on Finn Balor. So, Judgment Day loses, and... First time in a long time. Yeah. Well, this is the first time they're not fighting the Latino World Order. Yeah. Yet, the Usos come out because they're, you know, like, you know, they didn't solve the, the judgment. They didn't solve the problem. I wonder if we're going to continue up on this. We haven't heard yet, but I would love to see Paul Heyman put the screws to judgment day because he's like, Hey, listen, you were supposed to do this thing and you didn't do this thing. Now we don't. Oh, that'll be fucking great. <clears throat> Dude, I would, I, I, I'm going to love it. I love it. <laughs> but the Usos, the Usos start attacking uh, Sammy, Kevin, and Matt, and they're, you know, fresh off a of fight. So they start losing a little bit. And then the LWO comes in to save Ugh. them, and it erupts uh. in the biggest fucking brawl. We have four different teams out here, all with pretty intense rivalries, beating the crap out of each other all over the ring. Ray beats up Dominic plenty. <laughs> I think he like focuses. He, he did a 619 <laughs> to Dom in the uh. background, while Kevin slams Damien onto the announcement table. Oh, I love every fucking second, to be honest. And that's how we ended Raw with just like this big old street fight. It was amazing. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. I was such a big fan of this. I was just like, yes. 10 out of 10. But I also want to speak about why are the fuck, why is WWE making goddamn LWO jobbers? I know. Poor LWO. I hate it, man. I'm like, how y'all, every fucking, every week, bro. They, they never won a match besides Rey Mysterio winning like fucking WrestleMania. I mean, we'll talk about it more when we get to their spot on smackdown but well, yeah like I, I i can i can buy them losing to the bloodline i think the bloodline is sort of presented as being a little league above the judgment day yeah so it is like saying like ooh, oh lwo is getting into it with the big boys so they lose but they keep losing against judgment day too so to me it's just like why is judgment day fighting um bloodlines battles like they're fighting their own battles well enough <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, really it's a little silly but i i'll i'll accept it because it gets us in these like interactions that i think are awesome yeah i loved it i, I still wish i'll do a match that's all Me i want too. so i think we'll have to talk about that when we get to smackdown but until then i'd like to talk to you guys about athletic greens nope never mind we're not sponsored by athletic green oh well Hello, we are sponsored by your boy Raid Shadow Legends. Just kidding. Yeah, Raid Shadow Legends. Do you also have a bunch of email addresses to <laughs> spoof our friends' accounts? Please place me at Raid. Okay, I'm kidding. We're going to take a break real quick. Oh and we'll be right back. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Are you having fun drinking all your athletic greens and playing Raid Shadow Legends? Absolutely. Ooh, yeah, the best. Great We love it. What if we get a sponsorship for dick pills? That'd be fun. Hymns? <laughs> They're on a lot of podcasts. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Can we get, can we get at least like money is money? <laughs> Ooh, no one's into it. Okay, move on. Moving on. Can we get like Shutter or something? That oh, that'd be dope. I'd be so into Hawk and Shutter. <laughs> Dude, like, cheese. We like cheese. Like, 
Yeah, cheese and cheddar, bam, perfect combo. All right, we like mm-hmm. fucking, we like cheese. Argento like hit us horror. up. Yeah, we like weird horror films and cheese. I like horror films. I wonder if there's a horror movie. Yeah, we must know. It's gotta be. Um, night, the night of nachos, heck. You know, we do got is Friday night SmackDown on April twenty first. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's go. Uh, our first fight, we opened right up with a tag team match with Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. We started. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be also the first match where we don't see uh, Dom show up. That's true, yeah. I think okay. Rage just beat the shit out of him enough on Monday that he was like, I'm staying out of that. Yeah, I don't want to see my dad be dead. He's like, no, Dad, can you write me a sick note so I don't have to show up on uh, SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, to Rhea Ripley, that. Hey, mommy, can I can I stay home? Uh, we got some good fun moments though, like Escobar pulling a Raquel Rodriguez of Morgan thing and throwing Rey Mysterio. Oh yeah, that was like I joy I joy seeing these two teams fight a lot. Mm-hmm. They're both mad entertaining. I like Santos Escobar a lot. It is a bummer that at the end of this fight, what happens is. Uh, Rey Mysterio hits a 619 on uh, Finn Balor, and then Santos Escobar follows up with a really cool splash. But apparently, uh, they just end up looking kind of like dummies because apparently Finn Balor had blind tagged out and neither of them had seen it. So they pin Finn Balor, and the ref is trying to tell them he's not the legal man, but it's too late. Damian Priest oh, does a choke slam to Escobar. And, and gets a pin, over. and then that was oh, it. Yo. Or getting the L, getting the L's Ooh. left and right. Bro, this is why I say every fucking week <laughs> they are just jobbering out the LW every fucking week, and I am, and every week I'm getting more and more <laughs> irritated and angry. Can we? Okay, there's something else to talk about here. Is our next bit backstage? We get Zelina Vega bugging Adam Pierce. Saying like, "Hey, I'm actually from Puerto Rico. We're going to Puerto Rico for backlash. You gotta get me a fight with Rhea Ripley." Oh, I was. I am honestly, very excited. I am now, very hyped. I also love it, love it. But we're so fresh off of WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley beat Charlotte Flair, and one of the most amazing matches ever for that championship. She did not lose. Oh, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we're going to let Zelina Vega win this fight. So the idea of like Zelina Vega in her hometown of Puerto Rico losing a fight to Rhea Ripley. Is, is it for uh, the title though? If it's not for the title. Yeah, she's a, that? that's a good question. I, I'm pretty sure it is for the women's title. I think Zelina I Vega specifically asked for a shot at the title. Oh. Then yeah, she loses. She's gonna be, she gonna suck. But I know the massacre. If it's not for the title and we give Zelina Vega a win, fuck yes, I'm all for it. I'm all, yeah, all, all for oh, that shit. I, I am. I am gonna. I'm gonna be with the rest of the audience. I'm like, yeah. Okay. So other than that, other than that, I am a little worried about Zelina Vega losing in Puerto Rico, which is gonna make me feel really bad in my tum tum. I, <laughs> I am all for this. I love Zelina Vega, and I think her chemistry with Rhea Ripley so far has been awesome. So. Looking forward to it. I'm gonna be the only LWO member to win. We'll see. That'd be. I'd love that. I don't want. I don't want LWO to start start <laughs> winning winning matches. Like it's, it's not that hard. Like cheat, cheat a little bit, dude. Who started the LWO? Like the original mem- originally, or like yeah, originally Eddie Guerrero. What was his theme song? Lie, lie cheat, and steal. Hell yeah, do it a little bit, just a little bit, you guys. Yeah. I know you're the baby faces now, but come on, man. I'm gonna say, baby, baby faces can cheat. Well, yeah, they can. Hold on, to, hold on to that thought. That'll come out. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but before yeah, we get into that, we have a couple of promos. One with Shinsuke Nakamura, which I thought was dope as fuck. I love Shinsuke Nakamura. It was so Good. cool. Oh, he's a badass. Uh, and then we followed it up with a promo for Karrion Cross, which was Loves. the exact opposite. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, opposite. It was like okay. I mean, even last week when we saw Karrion Cross's weird little video with Shinsuke Nakamura on a tarot card, and he was just like, TikTok Shinsuke. I was like, okay, all right. Like, this guy's kind of lame, but like, that's good. That's good. Like, we're coming for you. Uh, but this promo, 
was so boring. Karen <laughs> <Just laughs> Cross is like, do you get it? Do you get it? The tarot cards are like my prey, like the people I'm going after. And now one of them has Shinsuke Nakamura on it. And I was just like, you're you're overdoing your bit, my guy. I, and I was just, I was not into it. Uh, I'm like, yo, we're not that dumb. We understand the meaning. Like, you don't have to tell us the meaning of the fucking cards. We kind of figured that out. <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I has Kenny Cross even done anything? I haven't seen him since Royal Rumble that I can remember. Uh, oh, he was part of that like big um, six man fight to see who would go after the intercontinental match but he he just he like teams up with la Knight for a minute and then oh yeah so oh yeah oh yeah i don't remember i don't know i was like i was his promo wasn't didn't really hype me yeah yeah tater how are you feeling on shinsuke nakamura and karen cross i think cross is an annoying little shit bag but i'm really hoping that nakamura beats his ass so that'll be it yeah that's what they look forward to at least yeah yeah, just to like know that at least he won't pull any tarot cards for at least fifteen minutes would be a wonderful, wonderful day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh-huh. wanna know you wanna know your uh, your future, Tanner? Like, here's my future. I'm gonna be annoyed by the next five minutes while this asshole talks. <laughs> wow, that was so specific and so accurate. <laughs> wow. Wow, Tater. It's not like you're talking about me. Fucking magic. I, I feel attacked. I feel attacked. Right I now. mean, if the shoe fits, or in this case, I guess the card works. Wow, imagine. You know what? I don't even know why I'm referring to you anymore. I'll me, suplex your ass to it. Suplex your ass through a fucking table. <laughs> I'll hit you with a chair. That's fine. I'm going to suplex you for all the waitresses in the world. Shout out to all the Canadians. All the Canadian waitresses, mostly. Oh, sorry there. Oh, you are you a waitress? Please and thank you. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how to, how to put something Canadian out here. You can't forget our Canadian friends. I know you're oh. out there. Yeah, you're pooting it out there. Hockey and maple syrup and shit. Maple syrup. Hockey. You know, technically we're better at hockey than you guys are, which is kind of embarrassing for y'all. Beavers. They have beavers in Canada? Oh yeah, uh, well, I don't think I got oh, the yeah, oh, oh yeah, but they got them beavers. They got, they got a moose or two. Yeah, they go uh, ice fishing. They go ice fishing in the summer out there. The fuck is ice fishing? I don't know. It's Ask you fishing ice. How you fishing ice? Yeah, cut a hole in it. Wouldn't that just make the ice like break? Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Not if it's thick enough. Oh my god. No, if it's really thick ice. You... Listen, I'm not Canadian. All I know is I think it's mostly an excuse to get drunk in a shack. See, I don't need that. I don't need an excuse for that. I live in a shack. <laughs> well, you're from <laughs> Florida, so you don't need an excuse at all. Uh, alcohol, baby, makes 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 you give makes you. I don't know. Make you got better stories. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we go with that. Well, brace it now. I want that to be the slogan for some alcohol. Yeah, alcohol. The alcohol that makes you that uh that makes you uh makes you that uh I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, let, let, yo, if I find out there's a slogan for that now, I'm like, where am I cut, bro? Like, I made it's gonna this. It's our uh, commercial for a break yeah. from now on. Yeah, they're gonna be our. Hey guys, are you thirsty? Check out <laughs> check out the suplex society whiskey yeah alcohol that uh that uh does uh the alcohol that it does the uh it does the thing man it does the thing whatever the thing is <laughs> it does the thing oh man all right moving right along our next fight is ricochet and braun Strowman oh versus the viking God. raiders first off uh i love uh there's one there's one moment in this it's I'll pretty early on it. too yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be a hundred with you. I was also a little baked watching this. Uh, I, that that gummy hit about this match, <laughs> so I was I was like mad glued to this match. And this the one scene killed me. <laughs> the one move murdered my whole soul. I could not stop. I was I muted myself because all I could do was just laugh at nonstop. I was just like crying. It was so great. So, uh, I mean, we start off with, uh, you know, I don't know how we start off, but eventually one of the early things happening is the Vikings kind of start beating up on Braun Strowman, really taking him down a peg. And as they're beating him down, he like explodes out of them really fun. And he goes and he 
he just grabs Ricochet <laughs> and like throws him at the the Raiders and, uh-huh. and like they're a mile away. <laughs> Oh my god, he just picks him up and throws his ass to the mat. He threw he threw Ricochet just right on the ground and I don't uh, I don't oh know no. if uh Strowman really ex- thought he could throw Ricochet a little further than he could or if he was like wow. actually possibly a little disoriented from you know taking a couple of, of nominal hits. I, I don't know what the heck happened, but it was just really funny to see <laughs> Strowman just throw Ricochet to nothing. Oh my god. I I I I died. I died. Oh I loved I loved this probably my favorite moment of of SmackDown. I was I was all for it. It's pretty good. Um uh, so another story from social media is, is that people were like tweeting at Ricochet to see what he thought of being just thrown to the ground. <laughs> he responded with like, Alyssa, you know he just be throwing me sometimes. That's <laughs> He's like, what are you gonna do? He's just a big guy. He just he just throws me around. It's fine. Oh god, I loved it. Ooh. So yeah, but it was your typical I mean, we've seen these these two teams fight a bunch. We got a really good ricochet flipping right out of the ring to attack both the Raiders at the same time. And once the whole ring is clear, Strowman goes choo 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 and starts ramming everybody. It comes to a stop because Valhalla puts the gives him the evil eye and he kind of like cuts it out a little bit he's like i i no, i ain't dealing with her no i'm dealing with this shit and then uh ricochet gets up on stroman's shoulders and does a senton all the way from up there which is awesome because stroman is taller than <laughs> than the top turnbuckle uh so they get the pin so they beat the viking raiders it was a fun fight this is a fun fight even with that kind of hilarious misstep i don't even know what what to call it <laughs> The, the, art. The, 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 yeah, the art, the throwing, the throwing of a man <laughs> without his, <laughs> wow, his, cause, I don't even think, I'm, I'm, I'm like wondering if like Ricochet even knew that was gonna happen. I've just been laughing. So the fact that he could keep his composure after just being launched out of the ring at absolutely nothing. Oh, I yeah. would have just been dying. <laughs> he like, with it. Uh, um, I think the Viking Raiders came over and just started kind of like, you know, beating them up a little bit. So they rolled with it too. But it, it was not, uh, really none worse for the wear. They ended up winning. So uh, I, I, I still, still fucking love every moment of that. <laughs> like, that overshadowed the whole fucking match. To be honest. It. Like, I was like, okay, cool. Viking happened? Raiders, Ricochet, and Braun Strowman, we've seen this match before. And I seen that. I was like, yo, I had not seen this yet. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a new thing where Bron just throwing fucking. <laughs> just say, <laughs> I don't even know that would that even be a certain tag. He just fucking grabs him and just threw his ass in the ring. He's like, I'm getting my ass beat here. <laughs> beat him up now. You know, retroactively, maybe we could just call it like uh, you know, Valhalla's spell or some shit. Oh know. yeah, I, uh, yeah. This yeah. is magic. That's why Strowman didn't know what he was even doing. I'll see. <sighs> But good fun. Good fun. I loved oh, it. it. Big fan. The next fight was Raquel and Liv Morgan versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Liv and Levita Loca versus Sharon and Karen. I love it. Love the new name. Hell yeah, let's go. Can uh, WWE, for love of God, use that name so they have a team name? Beautiful. <laughs> we hear that shit, I'm like, Metal, they stole your shit. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we, need to, we need to send our lawyers. I say our lawyers. I don't got a lawyer. Metal, you <laughs> Why do I have a lawyer? I don't have a lawyer. I feel like I feel like either you or Tater would have a lawyer compared to me. I'm more of a <laughs> I'm more of a public defender person, if I'm being honest. I, I'd imagine Tater has a lawyer. I have not I do not have an attorney. I do not have representation. Tater, do you have a lawyer? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would I need a lawyer? I don't know, man. You have a lawyer on standby for all the crazy ass fights or some shit. You're a suplex in the waitress. Tater, I, I'm just gonna say this with love, with respect. Get a lawyer. You should have a lawyer. <laughs> uh, Fuck you. All, pe- all people, I would definitely see her. Lawyer. Fuck l- word, l- I would see l- you. L- l- me. Well, I broke that, bro. I got that public defender. You know what the fuck you mean? That man, <laughs> that, that man probably got like fucking 14 other cases. Probably uh, all out and fucking haven't slept in days. Probably sending me straight to jail. Oh, boy. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. $200. Somebody send me $200. Catch that. 
I'll Great sales post. pitch. Yeah, I'll see you post. Almost as good as your alcohol uh, slogan. Yeah, I'm all about to <laughs> you know, hire me when I'm great cash for you. Like, got you. All right. Thanks to the match. Uh, yes, we have Liv exploding right out the gate, really taking it out on Karen oh. and Sharon over there. Ugh, love her. Dropped the fuck out. Who, wait, who? Yeah. Which one is she dropping? Hmm, I think I it was Chelsea, but I do not yeah. recall who was the first one in there. But yeah, she she drop kicked her immediately, and it was really fun. I was like, oh my god, she did. Uh, but eventually, uh, Chelsea and Sonia start getting a little bit of the upper hand. They uh, team up on Raquel, and they take her down for a little bit. They they uh, give Liv this like double suplex and really take her down, but. They keep trying to like cheat. They pin her with their legs on the rope, and the ref keeps catching it. The, yeah. the ref is just like, "Stop cheating! You get, hey, you can't do that." Which <laughs> is is very funny. Um, it's like, it's like the first time the ref. I know, right? All of a sudden, they're eagle-eyed over here. Well, this this ref, this ref is you know usually sees what's going on uh, until finally during the big uh, finisher, Liv kind of catches Chelsea by like. Pouring a bunch of water on her face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that. Oh, In so retaliation hot. for how she got water thrown at her. Um, on oh, raw. Oh, so good. And the, to double down on the pettiness, while well, she's distracted by that, Liv gets a surprise roll up, and Raquel also cheats. She like grabs the rope and like puts her foot up on Chelsea's butt so that Chelsea's like basically completely pinned. And somehow the ref doesn't see this one. I was like, "What the fuck? How?" But it, it, it they win. They get the they get the the pin. And I don't know, just the idea that Liv gets back at her with her water, and Raquel is <laughs> like, "I saw you cheating. Guess what? This is how you cheat, bitch." It's perfect. I love it. Oh, uh, I, was, I, was, I can lie. I was. I was. This is good storytelling and like a medium of a fight, right? Where it's just like. The bad guys are trying to cheat and they're bad at it because and the good guys cheat, but it's just in such a fun way that you're like, okay, we get it. we like it, right? So like you were saying earlier about like, hey, LWO, like you can cheat. Come on. Like this is a case where we see the good guys cheating and we're like, hell yeah, get them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, come on, LWO can cheat one time to get a goddamn victory. Yeah, really. At this point, I'm like, why 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 y'all group? Y'all can't win shit. Yeah, for real. And we haven't even seen the other two dudes. I haven't seen them do shit no, from Legado de Fantasma. They've, I have not seen them in a single fight. It's always been Escobar and, and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Like, yo, put them in a match. What the fuck? Let them do something. Here's what you do. You let them take all the lose it, the losses, and then hey, you bring out the big guns for the for just the occasional win. Like, yeah, come on. I'm not, I'm honestly, like, I would like to see LWO win the next month. I agree completely. But if I won't, if I lose, I'll cry. Like, y'all need, y'all need to be like, anchor and lie. Lie, cheat, steal, let's do it, baby. Like, I'm all for it. Honestly, I would like to see. I don't know. Judgment Day is out healing them real hard. They can't be heels, too. Well, then again, let's be honest. Who, who the fuck here? No, he's way too, he's too cool. He's too nice. We've seen too much of his, like, real life. <laughs> he's too yeah. nice. He's too cool of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I want you. Speaking of our favorite heels... Uh, Xavier Woods versus Gunther for the Intercontinental title. Uh, Hello. Was... This was an awesome match. We have Gunther basically destroying Xavier Woods, but Xavier Woods does manage to kind of turn it around on him. He like uh, gets like a flying leg drop from the top turnbuckle, but in the end, I think he was about to go into a power bomb, but Woods manages to like counter it and take him down. And in the end, uh, Gunther gets him in a sleeper hold. So Gunther retains his title through a through a knockout, which is wild. That was, but but that being said, this was an awesome, was awesome. Dope. Oh yeah, it was good. I I enjoyed. It. I was. What else? Yeah. Was See, it's always fun when you think that there's a small chance that he could win, even though it's a little outside. Yeah, you're like right, almost impossible. But you're like, yeah, I mean, there's that slight chance, maybe. You know, maybe, that, maybe. That was. That's how I felt about the um, the Alpha Academy versus the Usos last week. It was just like. No way they're gonna win, but they almost won, and you're like, "What? How are they getting this far?" I love it. Ooh, so good. I loved it. Uh, that brings us to our main event, SmackDown, which is the no disqualification match of Solo Sokoa versus Matt Riddle. That was so. Oh boy! So Matt Riddle had a short interview earlier where he mentioned that 
um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were not there to give him backup because they were getting prepped for their uh, title rematch next week, which but, is well, interesting. Well, prepare for that. Like, gonna help their boy out. Let's... No, they're apparently like, yeah, listen, we'll, we're just going to focus on our match. All right. You got this, Matt. You got this. The Usos, they know what's up. They're like, no, we're here all day. <laughs> yeah, we, they, we, we, we ain't got no plan. The, listen, this is why the Bloodline are the reigning champs. They know how to hang out for their boy. The Usos came out and did a whole ass routine that was, I, I could only do a pale impression of at the start of this podcast. First but of all, the, I think you messed up. They mm, were. I just, you know, the Bloodline is still the reigning faction, the Roman right. reigning faction. So. A little bit, <laughs> I suppose. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I loved the Usos working the mic, making fun. I think uh, Jimmy did a, a Matt Riddle impression, which was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And being new-ish to this era of wrestling, and like I haven't really seen much of the Usos because as I've gotten into wrestling, they were having some drama. But now they're back together, and they're not title holders anymore so they have been showing a lot more mic presence and i'm seeing like oh this is why this is why that they were the champions like they are so good they're they so do. fun to watch they are 100 percent. they the ones <laughs> they something oh, yeah but the disqualification match no disqualification match was pretty good we uh we see matt riddle showing up doing a pretty dope triangle triangle hold on solo sokoa solo has to eventually kind of beat him up and go get some weapons. He pulls out a bunch of kendo sticks and some chairs. Matt tries to pull out a table, but Solo doesn't let him. Solo's like, no tables. No, and they get into a pretty cool fight outside of the ring, and Matt even, like, does a pretty dope elbow drop from the steel steps onto Solo Sokoa outside, which is really rough and really looked great. Honestly, I was, I was a fan of this. Match. It was really good. Solo tried to do the uh, that chair guillotine thing. Oh yeah, that event was originally what put Matt Riddle like uh, you know on hold since what last December. But Matt Riddle managed to get out of it, and then he set up a couple of chairs and then did an exploder and putting through solo putting solo through the chairs. Oh boy, fucking wild! And eventually, it spilled outside. Matt Riddle puts the <laughs> does what Solo did to him last week. He upends the announcer table on top of solo but unfortunately as matt riddle gets the upper hand the usos show up and they show they show their teamwork for their boy right matt riddle fights him off pretty well but it's a little too late solo comes in gives him the solo spike and he hits him with a really hard clothesline for the pin Oof. and then the soul uh, the usos put him through a one and done through a table so that was also cool as fuck Hell yeah. Matt Riddle's down for the count. Whew. And that was it. That was it for SmackDown. I can't wait to see... Raw. I can't wait. It's Raw. Is the draft on Raw? Week? I think so. I think that will be the draft is upcoming next week. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are supposed to defend their title oh, yeah. against the Usos in a rematch on Friday. So oh. it's going to be weird to have raw i if they show up it's gonna be weird because it's like why did you take smackdown off and not help out your boy and you're gonna come back right now during this the draft so i assume they're not gonna be back on monday so we'll see what goes on lots to show up i know yeah. right maybe okay it's like sorry bro yeah Let's they better up. be sorry they left the fucking hang it's not very canadian of them yeah not very canadian not very heard bro. here folks not very bro bruh bruh <laughs> Uh, I love that man. I, love, I ain't gonna lie. I, I first didn't like him. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, high. <laughs> I'm high. I'm like, yeah. And he's awesome. He's an awesome fighter. He's he's like really no, fun he, to watch, and he's really funny when he has his little moments. Dude, when him, he, him on the mic is like, fuck. Actually, especially lately, he does this thing where he splits being very funny with being like weirdly serious and down to earth, and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, he's like, yeah. It's just. It's just such a, he's a good interesting character i love it uh and that's 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 pretty much all all she wrote for us for this week because i did not have time to watch much of aew also same sadly yeah i did watch a fight with uh the outcast versus dr Britt baker and i did watch that yeah and um i know watch it on youtube jamie hater jamie hater ended up injured 
Dr. Britt Baker, I think, actually ended up winning this one, which is like the first time we've seen the Outcast in a loss, oh, personally. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm, I'm already going to guess AEW. John Moxley. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that happened. They, they uh, don't not murder people. Bro, I'm, how, how the fuck this? I think the acclaimed had a fight with uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I, that's I, once a visit. I love, revisit. Yeah, I love the acclaimed. And hijo del vikingo, the guy that had that amazing match against Kenny Omega a few weeks ago, had another fight yesterday on Rampage. Oh, not watch that one, but I had I something another one to. I do absolutely big fan of him. This Viking of all time. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, and that about wraps her up for me. How are you guys feeling? Great, lovely. How do you feel about the draft coming up? I uh, I don't know how I feel about the draft because I feel like a cool like the idea sounds great. I love the idea, but the issue is like, are they going to stay on the same on the one show? Because like right now, everyone's Solo Sokoa is on every show. Literally, he's getting a fight every show. So I'm curious, like, are they? Is this gonna be a thing where they? Where Raw and SmackDown, if you're on Raw, you're only on Raw, you're not on fucking SmackDown. I kind of hope. That's what they're making it seem like, so I don't know. And that would... It wouldn't make... And I would be very excited to see some new faces from... Oh, from NXT? Uh, I, 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 I'm going to wait. I'm going I'm to wait to see how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So, we, Same. So, we watch, so we watch it. We'll see how it goes. And then I'm like, all right. And the next podcast, you're going to hear me like, oh, that's just fucking whack. Or it was great. Or it's whack. <laughs> Probably next week, I'll probably I'll probably complain about LW not winning another match, bro. I'm about to I think that's a good. Hmm? Yes, uh, I'm make, I was about to say I'll make a ta- I'm about to start making the count. Oof, too many. It can be like the little injury counter. It's been this many days without an X. It's gonna be like this <laughs> many days without a win. <laughs> exactly. How dare they? Oh, uh, I'll hate it. All right, middle. All right, yeah. Let's yeah. uh let's say bye to everybody in your best Usos vo- voice. Uh, I don't want to go spooky. I don't want to <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know really how to imitate them, so that's all you get. <laughs> all right. Yeah, fair enough. I gave my best Usos at the top of the podcast. So, James, that's all you. Our friend Charles. We'll just oh, round it out. Let me, let me, uh, let me fill up. All right. Uh, Suplex Society is now in your city. Uh, listen to us. Share us to all your friends and all your bloodline. Uh, WWE, if you're listening, give LWO a fucking win. Thank you very much. Uh, amen. All right. Now about do it. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.